0: When they had, Jesus and his disciples, finished breakfast, Jesus said to Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Peter said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my lambs. A second time, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Simon said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Tend my sheep. A third time, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter, now hurt that Jesus asked him again a third time, Do you love me? Said, Yes, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. And Jesus said, Feed my sheep. The Gospel of the Lord. So I hope that you will notice a theme of sorts over the course of the next few weeks, both in my Sunday morning sermons and in the newsletter article that I hope you will read when you pick it up on your way out today, or when you see it online in an email, or find it on the website for those of you who might be watching online. You know that I've got a sermon series in mind when there's a sermon title in the bulletin. It means I was able to prepare and plan for things a little more in advance than is my normal way. But I hope all of this carries over into all that we are up to around here in the days to come. I'm thinking about, as you can see, life on the other side of Easter these days. And trying to take advantage of our time together in worship and this bully pulpit that I have to invite you to join me in that. So in the next few weeks, I hope to share information and some invitations and some measure of inspiration, too, about how, now that we're living life blessed with the good news of God's grace and mercy and love and new life, hopefully... We're going to be encouraged in some new ways about what that can look like, specifically around here in our personal lives, in our life together as partners in mission, and for the sake of this world full of sheep and lambs that Jesus has called us to love and tend to and serve. The short of the long is, I want to share some scoop with you all that is as practical as, as it is holy about what we're trying to accomplish as a congregation. And I'm making no bones about the fact that we are in a place, not just on the other side of Easter, but on the other side of this pandemic, whenever that time comes, where we could use as many hands on deck to make all of this good stuff happen. If you're one of the many people who join us online, you might be wondering if any of this will apply to you. But please bear with me. I believe that if what we do as a church is faithful in any way, it will be, should be, anyway, meaningful for anybody to know about, to join us in however you're able, or to, at the very least, pray about for and with us. Quite frankly, I'm starting to feel called back to my mission-developer ways again because there is so much potential post-Easter and, again, post-pandemic whenever that time actually arrives. So many ways to do church differently and with an eye toward growing and um, embracing the growing and changing community and world around us these days. I know that we are all excited about getting back to whatever normal was for us before COVID-19 upset the apple cart of our church and every church, really. And I'm grateful for that too. But COVID has also revealed and has also accelerated a lot of need for change in the way we live as the body of Christ in the world. And so over the course of the next few weeks, I hope to share some of what that could look like for us here. Today, I want to start by talking about and celebrating this Stephen Ministry program that you've heard us talking about so much. We're going to commission this cohort of 14 Stephen ministers in a moment. We're going to give thanks for the last six months' worth of time that they have invested in learning and praying and preparing to serve as Christian caregivers. And so I love this handout that Amanda Terrell found. It's in your bulletins, if you want to pull it out. How it describes Stephen Ministers as the after people. I won't read it all for you. But it describes beautifully what Stephen Ministry and Stephen Ministers have been called to do. This idea that they offer care and love and conversation and companionship for people after the funeral. After the diagnosis. After the baby is born or after the last child leaves home. After your friends and family have heard about whatever it is too many times, but that you still have more to say. You get the idea. It is a beautiful thing to be one of these after people, And it's a beautiful thing to receive care from one of these after people, too. This is what our Stephen ministers have been learning to do over the last half year, believe it or not. To walk alongside others who are hurting or struggling or lost or longing in any number of ways. To help them get through something that they shouldn't have to do or don't want to do or aren't able to do as faithfully, or as meaningfully, all by themselves. And one of the first things I learned on my first day of Stephen Ministry leader training was how I wished that we would have, or could have, or should have made this ministry a part of our life together from the very beginning. It would have changed, I believe, the DNA of who we are and how we can be differently and even more faithfully, I believe, as a congregation in the world. To follow Jesus, I mean by teaching and encouraging and preparing and commissioning one another to care for, to tend to, to love one another, not leaving all of that up, to the pastors of our congregation, I mean. Even though that's the way it is in too many congregations, and no small part of the reason there is this phenomenon called the great resignation in clergy circles that's been happening over the last two years, it was never meant to be that way, that pastors did all the caregiving, I mean. Just ask Simon Peter, Just before what we heard in this morning's gospel story, Jesus had surprised the disciples by showing up on the shore of the Sea of Tiberias after they'd spent a long night and a very early morning not catching a thing. From the shore, Jesus tells them to cast their net on the other side of the boat, which they do, and then they catch so many fish they can barely get them all into the boat. And then... After they grill some fish for breakfast, Jesus grills Peter with this little Q&A. Do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? He asks him over and over and over again. Yes, 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 Peter replies. Then feed my lambs. Then tend to my sheep. Then feed my sheep, Jesus commands him. Care for my people. Tend to my children. Love one another, he says. Do for others what I've done for you. Love your neighbor as yourself. And I didn't pick this gospel reading because it was going to be Stephen Ministry Commissioning Sunday. This is always the assigned reading on this Sunday after Easter because this is just who and how we're all supposed to be on the other side of Easter's resurrection. None of this was or should have been news for Peter Or for the others who were having breakfast that morning. Jesus had been asking and showing them how to do all of this all along the way. The difference was that everything had changed now. Everything had changed because they were after people all of a sudden. All of them. Just like you and me. People after the crucifixion and death of Good Friday, I mean. People after the resurrection and the empty tomb of Easter morning, I mean. People after that moment in the upper room we heard about last week, when Jesus showed them his hands and his side, after he breathed on them and revealed for them the Holy Spirit, after he gave them authority... To forgive or to retain sins after he gave them every reason to believe that he was who he said he had been all along. And the good news is, we're all after people. People. We all live on the other side of Easter's good news in a way that is meant to move us to love differently. And to hope more boldly and to give more generously and to humble ourselves more vulnerably and to serve more willingly and to follow Jesus more faithfully. So today, yes, we are giving thanks for and we are blessing in a special way our Stephen ministers and all they stand to add to our life together. But I'm praying for every one of you that you will be praying about and that you will be planning for how to love and to follow and how to live more like Jesus on the other side of Easter as a partner in mission in this place. Loved, freed, forgiven as one of God's after people. Amen and hallelujah.